0: And welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with...
1: Jason Shear.
0: Who knows his name today.
1: We're dedicating this episode...
0: To Angela Lansbury. To Angela
1: Lansbury. I <laughs> you know what I was going to say. <laughs> we will now only be discussing our favorite episodes of Murder, She Wrote. So if you're checking in for Washington Talk, that has to wait. It's
0: another podcast. Shout in peace,
1: Jessica Fletcher. We're here
0: for Disney legend Angela Lansbury, Ooh, yes. who voiced Mrs. Potts from Disney classic Beauty and the Beast.
1: Some people liked Matlock. I was a murder she wrote man myself. I
0: liked both, but yeah, I did there's like one Angela Lansbury. One what was the other one? Wait, her name was Angela, right? Yeah. There yeah. was
1: Matlock, Murder She Wrote, and then there's the other one. Highlander. No, no, I'm just kidding. The Though
0: there was an episode of <laughs> Murder She Wrote. That Adrian Paul was like a bad guy in, and I remember seeing it after I had seen the Highlander, and it was crazy.
1: Were we married at the Highlander? Or yes, be with my father.
0: Yes, you got to tell the story. We Got engaged. We were engaged we that weekend. It was the weekend
1: that we got engaged. <laughs> Shelby and I went out. We were in California and we were staying at my parents and Sheldon and I went out and we got back at like
0: three in the morning, like
1: three in the morning and we hear a TV and we go into my dad's room and he's just watching Highlander. And we are like, you know what? Jason's dad is watching
0: the most recent Highlander movie. If you're watching
1: Highlander, we're watching Highlander. We all just did an all-nighter watching Highlander. There can only
0: be one. (laughs) Anyway. That's
1: when he knew I was the one. Angela
0: Lansbury passed away today. She was a great lady.
1: Thanks for joining us, guys.
0: And welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast.
1: Boom, boom, ba, do, uh, boom. I guess
0: we should preview Washington's offense for the football how game this Saturday. How
1: many yards do you think Angela Lansbury can run an <laughs> Arizona's defense right now?
0: <laughs> well, she was in bed knobs and Broom 6. If she had a broom.
1: <laughs> her corpse is good for at least 20 yards.
0: She was 96. <laughs> and here's a fun fact. She would have been 97 on Sunday.
1: <laughs> Arizona tackle her corpse if it ran, if it <laughs> fell out of the casket. How many yards do you think she picks up? My God.
0: (laughs) Okay, this is not even an Arizona podcast anymore. Like we're just goofy. Um, Okay, bring it in. Bring it in. We are going to preview the Washington offense.
1: I think we're goofy, Shelby, because when we break down the other team's offense, we talk for like a half hour, and at the end of the day, it really just comes down to how many rushing yards Arizona is going to allow.
0: Exactly. And if
1: it's pretty good, they got a chance. If it's not very good then uh you know it's gonna get ugly
0: so do we need to say any of these questions? yeah might as well okay so when people aren't surprised (laughs) people do listen to this on their way to work so they probably people
1: want to see if i pronounce it michael penix or michael penix right it's penix but I, i know i told brian peterson that i was going to say penix the entire time and
0: let's find out okay washington quarterback michael penix has put up some crazy numbers this season what can you tell us about him?
1: So Washington's schedule started out pretty easy, and it was like, oh, he's pretty good, Michael Penix. But uh, they played Michigan State, who apparently sucks now, but that's besides the point. Boo. At the moment, it was good, and they went twenty-four. He went twenty-four, forty for three ninety-seven and four touchdowns, no picks. Uh, his three hundred and ninety-seven yards were the eighth most in the eighth most in school history. Then against UCLA, three hundred forty-five yards, four TDs, two picks uh asu even 311 yards no tds in a pick so he came from indiana his redshirt freshman season he was actually with Kalen deboer who's the head coach now at uw so that's the connection that brought the Phoenix to uh to washington
0: the Phoenix to washington yeah it
1: was a hard choice anyway he played in a total of 20 games and four seasons 12 and 5 to start in qb so 20 games and four seasons He's got injury issues. He hasn't had them yet, but it feels, talking to Washington people, that it's kind of like any minute, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen today. And it happened at the, in ASU for a little bit, but he returned to that game. Um, but he is kind of injury prone. He's not a dual threat quarterback. He, I mean, maybe he can run a little bit, but he's not that type of player. But he knows this system very well from what Kalen Bohr and others are running. So he's very comfortable in Washington's system. Really good quarterback. He does sometimes get the Jaden Delora disease, where he'd rather go for the big play um, instead of the smart play. Instead of the smart play, so that could be kind of a a negative to him. But he is a legitimately good quarterback, and someone that you know Washington has. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Washington has surrounded him with really good wide receivers and, and really good offensive line, and he gets a lot of time to throw. And when you give a guy like him. Time to throw with the weapons that he has. He's going to put up some pretty crazy numbers, which he has this season. His yardage is among I don't know if it's the top in the country anymore off the top of my head, but it, it was a week ago. All
0: right. Um, he has a bunch of weapons at wide receiver. Where does this unit rank in the conference?
1: So I don't think it's as good as Arizona's. Boom. I still think Arizona's one, if not two in the conference, but Washington is is probably top three. Uh, Roma Dunze at a career day. In the stanford game which they won i realize it was stanford so it doesn't count but still eight passes for 161 yards then against ucla eight catches for 116 and two touchdowns and then he went for 100 yards again at asu with nine receptions for 115 yards first guy since 2003 at washington reggie williams who was awesome to notch three straight 100 yard games so he is a a bad bad dude one of the better receivers in the conference clearly uh, Jalen Polk had six catches for 153 and three touchdowns in that Michigan State game. Uh, that was second most in Washington history. He was a freshman of the week following that game. Uh, really good, but then he followed up with one catch against Stanford, one catch UCLA, and two catches for ASU. So those two guys, and there's others, but you know, with Adunze, you got to assume Christian Roland Wallace will get that most of the time. Really athletic, bigger guy. Tough to cover. Polk, you kind of don't necessarily know what you're going to get. Obviously, the Michigan State game, he was awesome. uh, But then against ASU, UCLA, etc., kind of invisible. Then they have Jalen McMillan, who was a stud coming out of high school. Uh, Portland State had an 84-yard touchdown. uh, Seven catches for 94 yards in that Michigan State game. Six catches for 61 yards and a touchdown against UCLA. Four catches for 25 yards against ASU. Uh, you know, including this season, only 19 times in school history have the Huskies had four 100-yard receiving games over the course of a single season. Um, these guys are, are good. They put up numbers. You know, as you can tell when you have three different guys doing 100 yards, very similar to Arizona, it's kind of pick your poison. Yet, you know, you can – and they have tight ends too with Devin Culp, and um, he may not be as good as other Washington tight ends of the past, but is still obviously uh, effective. But it's kind of like, okay – we're going to focus on Roma Dunze, but then the other two step up. Similar to teams when they play Arizona, oh, we're going to shut down Jacob Cowing, but then T Mac or Dorian Singer step up, and it's it's very similar. Um, you know, good quarterback, major receiving weapons. It's not rocket science to figure out why why this team has put up some pretty impressive offensive numbers. Their losses have not been because of the offensive side of the ball.
0: Well, then it makes sense for us to discuss the running game. Considering Arizona can't stop the run.
1: Yeah, so Washington's running backs are better than Angela Lansbury.
0: Oh, I mean, not many are, but...
1: So, the the best running back on the roster is probably a Virginia transfer, uh, Wayne Papa. Wow. He's Hawaiian. I think I got that right. He uh, was voted a captain immediately. Uh, started 27 games at Virginia. Uh, And and the thing that I think makes him good is he's a legitimate threat out of the backfield, catching the ball. Had 12 carries for 36 yards, two catches, including a touchdown against Michigan State. 13 carries, 122 yards, and one touchdown against Stanford. Stanford and Arizona pretty much have the same run defense. So it is kind of worrisome that he had 13 carries for 122 yards and a touchdown. Although if you're betting the over-under for his yardage, you can look at that game. His 122 yards against Stanford were a career high. Wow. So I think you know where I'm going with that. Uh, Ten carries for 48 yards, and then five catches against UCLA. Twelve carries, 51 yards, and a touchdown, and three more catches against ASU. So he's good for a couple catches a game. It really comes down to how many carries he gets. They have a bunch of backs that they like to use. He's not a guy that's going to go out and get 20 carries, 13 carries for 122 yards and a touchdown. You know, and, and the reason why is they have a guy named a sophomore Cameron Davis. Uh, You know, against Michigan State, he had 17 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown and then an 8-yard catch, 9 carries for 77 yards and 3 touchdowns against ASU. He has 7 touchdowns on like 40-something carries. So it's it's a ridiculous rate. They use him in the red zone quite a bit, but they have other guys. Those are the the two main guys to watch out for. Um, Similar, you know, they're they're stronger backs. They're shifty, but um, they're guys that, you know, simply put, if Arizona doesn't wrap up and make that initial tackle, they're going to make them pay. And I watched that Stanford game, and and that was what happened with with Big Wayne. I'll call him Big Wayne, so I don't say Tata Papa. Um, but you know they didn't make that initial tackle, and their and their run defense is very similar. Like if you compare Stanford's run defense against Oregon to Arizona's run defense against Oregon, it was pretty much the same deal. And um, you know Arizona's got to kind of find a way to to slow down Washington's run game because Kalen DeBoer while he likes to be multiple on offense, he doesn't have a problem throwing 50 times a game. And that actually, Arizona probably would rather him throw 50 times than run 50 times, because at least then you're giving your defense more of a chance. Um, because we've said in the past, if you're not running against Arizona early and often, you're doing it all wrong. And I'd assume that's the same way they attack Arizona. But again, they have talent at the running back position.
0: All righty well uh how good is Washington's offensive line since obviously offensive line is a topic around here that comes up a lot
1: yeah so I kind of already said it but they're really good and you know there's parts to it that are better than others but they've only allowed five sacks all season uh and they're they're older so there's there's two but guys
0: not as old as Angelonesbury.
1: oh my gosh well they're alive so now knock gonna wood so there's a few guys that that <laughs> stand out. Uh, the sophomore left tackle, Troy Fatenu. Uh, You know, I like linemen that are versatile. He started left tackle in the first three games of the year, then at left guard at Stanford, returned to left tackle at UCLA and ASU, was named the lineman of the week in the conference following the win over Michigan State. Also, on the left side, they have Jackson Kirkland. He's awesome. Missed the first three games of the season, then was a left tackle, um, then, you know, moved to left guard, right guard at UCLA and ASU. Supposedly he's back at left guard. He's been all Pac-12 the last two years. He's going to be all Pac-12 this year, so he's going to be all Pac-12 three years in a row. Um, And then Henry Vanvalu at right guard. Now, the center and the right tackle are where that drop-off is a little bit. It's still good, but if you're Arizona, you're any defense, that's kind of where you're attacking because that left side of the line is good. It's experienced and it's, it's one of the better offensive lines in the country because whenever you look at offensive lines and you're trying to figure out if it's good or not, look at the overall snaps played together. And these guys have been together for the most part quite a bit. And that's why, you know, like Oregon's offensive line is dominant because they've been doing it for years together. And I, Arizona's offensive line, while may not become dominant, if everyone stays together, they're, they're going to be really good eventually because they're younger.
0: They'll have time to form those bonds. Oh, honey. The bonds of brotherhood. Oh. Um, all righty. Well, we've got the preview of Washington's offense. Uh, What are the chances Arizona's defense plays well?
1: So there's two things that have happened already this week in terms of depth chart. Okay. Number one, and Johnny Nansen downplayed it quite a bit, but Jacob Manu was listed as a starter over Colby Cage. I believe, unless it's changed in the last 48 hours, that Colby Cage had the worst defensive rating on PFF of any starting linebacker on a major team. Ooh. he has been really bad. And part of that is he's physically just not up to the challenge. He's not big enough and strong enough. And part of that is he's not in the right place sometimes, but they had to make a move. They just had to. you is can't... there a better
0: position for him?
1: So maybe? he used to be a safety. Oh. But, and then he was moved to linebacker. And then you got Jacob Manu, who's a freshman, and maybe isn't going to be in the right place all the time, but you know he's going to be near the ball. Like he, he, and when you're looking at guys that make mistakes, you're saying to yourself, is at least he's making a mistake, but he's near the ball. He's going in the right place as opposed to being completely lost. The move that I think is going to have more of an impact is Gunnar Maldonado will not start at the star position this weekend. It appears it'll be DJ Warnell. Maldonado has been really bad in coverage. Really and, bad in coverage. Whenever you calling
0: it out, even this past weekend. Right.
1: And it was a move that had to be done. I mean, again, we don't know certain guys, if they're better, worse, whatever. But we know that Maldonado's just not the answer. Warnell, for whatever reason, has not playing. He's playing star. It's the starter position. He's practicing it all week. It looks like he's going to start. I do think that'll make a difference. Is it going to change and everything's going to become magical? No. But I think he's a better option there in terms of tackling, than Maldonado. Now, your question was, what are the chances Arizona's defense plays well? Very slim. And part of that is Arizona's defense, and part of that is Washington's offense. Washington's offense really hasn't had a bad game. The closest thing to Washington's offense having a bad game was ASU, and it still scored like five touchdowns. Like It is a a very good offense. If Arizona's going to win this game, it's going to be because the offense made enough plays. If the defense slow down slows down Washington, I think Arizona's gonna win this football game. I really do. The problem is it's, it's very unlikely. Washington just has so many weapons. Now, history shows that the Phoenix can be, he rises again. Ooh, that's like the Phoenix rises again. But The this, Phoenix
0: rises again. I
1: believe you can actually buy a t-shirt that says that. Google wow. that, I'm not being a pervert. I believe there's a t-shirt that says the Phoenix rises. And it's a Washington like NIL shirt. Wow. Um, sorry, to distracted Are you, you
0: buying me one for Halloween? Will you wear it? Sure.
1: Will you wear it? If Arizona wins and I get you a sure this is the flattened Phoenix. <laughs> will you wear it? Anyway.
0: <laughs> the deflated Pen- Phoenix. <laughs>
1: Phoenix. The Phoenix has no longer risen. Um, he can be forced into turnovers. The history shows. He may not have a ton this year, but he can be forced. And when he does turn the ball over... He does get a little bit flustered.
0: Does he do it spectacularly?
1: Yes. So, should Arizona be able to get that early turnover? Blitz,
0: blitz, blitz.
1: And if you're Arizona, you can't let him sit in that pocket. Nope. And it's a tough decision because you could blitz, and then you're you're giving certain things up. And that's why I think Warnell is a better fit than Maldonado because at least you trust him more in pass coverage. So, long story short, do I think they're going to play better? Kind of. Do I think that they're going to play well? Depends how you define well, Shelby.
0: I think we've gone over this, too. Like, they just don't have the personnel to get to that next level. We're not there in look, the recruiting process.
1: Yeah, and look, I can, I mean, we can go into this a little bit. Like, people ask me what who Arizona's high school targets are on the defensive side of the ball. Like, linebacker right now, there's two guys in high school. Literally, that's who they want. Tay Brown of Chandler Hamilton and your boy Leviticus Sua that's right. of Modern Day that's it can another one appear maybe now when i say that's it that's not me saying that's all the linebackers they want they are going to attack the portal the defensive side of the ball in the portal is pretty much going to be the rest of the class except for maybe you know an offensive lineman trey spivey you know there's other guys that they want in 2023 on the offensive side of the ball but the portal in defense is going to be a major major focus linebackers is probably the number one right now. They, they, they're they not stupid. They know they need linebackers very badly, and they're going to go out and, and they're going to get them. And at the end of the day, Arizona needs to get bigger and stronger faster. And high school recruiting is great, but you kind of need to plug and play a little bit with the portal, and I think that's what they're going to do at linebacker.
0: Sounds like a plan. It's
1: a plan, man. Dial
0: it into Jed Fish.
1: one 800 uh hmm. Well, what would
0: his 1 800 be? Fish stick. Ooh, I like that. It's a little long. Yeah,
1: it's got to be eight. Like right? the Penix. Nope, seven.
0: You got my little joke. Uh, you were just too busy talking. Well,
1: that wasn't a joke. That was a compliment, Shelby. <laughs> That's not an insult.
0: Anyway. Like when
1: you get sacked, you're supposed to be like, oh, the Penix has sunk. Ooh, he just flattened the Penix. I can go on. The Penix is rising to the occasion. The Penix wilted under pressure. The cold weather is getting to Penix and making him shrink. You can just keep going, Shelby.
0: It's just the gift Whew. that keeps on giving. I am also
1: very curious how many people go to this game. The Mariners game, um, the first pitch is an hour before. And then they also have a hockey game that so night. So it'll be like
0: 10 people there.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it. we'll see. We'll see. All Mariners right. lost in a horrible fashion tonight. It was pretty bad. They were up 7-5, two strikes, I think. And then they let up a three-run home run oh. with two outs. Oh, brutal. In the ninth inning to lose.
0: Nice. All right, well... I'm not a Mariners fan, but uh, good luck to them. You do like them. Seattle. I do love Seattle. We went on our honeymoon when Arizona football played in Seattle, and what year was it? Well, I, I think be, it was 2015. And if you're saying,
1: "Oh, Seattle's where Jason took her," there are some circumstances. Yeah, that we led do love Seattle.
0: Love Seattle, and Baby. that is enough. Yeah, but also Arizona was playing Washington, and babies. Well, yeah, we had a small child <laughs> at the time. Babies whatever you know
1: how I do you know what i'm saying (laughs) um there was
0: a thing that happened today what happened today why were you so busy
1: oh basketball media day we're gonna have a lot on wildcat authority today i say today i mean wednesday whenever you're listening to this we have full practice video of what we were allowed to watch talk to a bunch of players it was very exciting and fun
0: yeah and long i heard you had a long day it was a
1: long day it was a long, but like, Penix, I stay, I salute. Erect. I Oh my God, Shelby. What?
0: <laughs> that's the only thing I could think Holy of. Holy
1: shit. Uh, yeah, my day today was 11.30 to 4, and then Michael Luke forced me to go on his thing to 4.30.
0: He forced you to go on his thing? Uh,
1: yeah. and You know, his okay. podcast,
0: what is it called?
1: I don't know. Uh, P- code word, P-H-N-X.
0: I know, I was going to say, that's all I remember. It's the DraftKings.
1: Draft Kings code word, P-H-N-X. It's
0: Michael Luke's podcast thing
1: but yeah it was a long day but basketball season's getting closer Shelby all right you want to shout out your your shit this weekend <laughs> <Your> shit.
0: <laughs> wow I, wanna... I hope the town manager hears you say it like that <laughs> um yes I am busy because Morana's fall festival is this Saturday October 15th at Heritage River Park Shelby will
1: not be on Saturday's podcast guys
0: spoiler alert a uh, post game podcast, whether Arizona wins or loses, I probably won't be on it just because I will barely be getting home from a very long day as
1: well. If Arizona wins, we may hold it to the morning after just so your gorgeous voice can be on it.
0: I will endeavor to be there if that happens, but I'm sad to miss the game. But I will be enjoying all the carnival rides and the mutton busting and the bands. The spirit and, uh, of
1: Penix will be in her.
0: The spirit, <laughs> I carry it with me always.
1: Running through her.
0: Wow. Okay. okay. We're still going with this. And we're going to end now. <laughs> um, Again,
1: though. Shout out Angela Lansbury.
0: Rip Angela Lansbury.
1: And I want to take it back. I do think Arizona's defense could stop her.
0: She, they could stop Angela Lansbury. Yes. Not Washington.
1: Unless they're playing Angela Lansbury at running back. So.
0: <laughs> She's called the beast. <laughs>
1: I'll show you murder as she runs for 150 yards and three touchdowns. Okay.
0: <laughs> we need to go to bed. Thank clearly. you all for
1: joining us. Shelby's going to bed. I'm watching four hours of FBI TV shows.
0: So bear Down. down. Tale old as time. Song as
1: old as rhyme.
0: Beauty and the oh.
1: Brianna, guest star.